Ladies, ladies, you don't have to wait for someone else to show enthusiasm for you. You can do that for yourself. We can do that together. Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, and I have the t-shirt to prove it. The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. During our current series, Sharing Wisdom, we'll speak with several women. Some will share about the wisdom they've received from other women age 50 and older who I call Milestone Divas. Others will share about the wisdom they've shared themselves. In this episode, I'm speaking with Vicki Goodman, who, like many of us, has a varied and interesting life. She's a mother, grandmother, and businesswoman. Family is a major aspect of her life, including being a contractor with her son and having the life's rewards of raising a special needs child along with several other loving and well-rounded children. Vicki is a lifelong learner who's been active in Toastmasters International local clubs in Tallahassee for about 30 years. She also enjoys participating in a variety of educational opportunities through Florida State's Osher Lifelong Learning Program, the Senior Center, and other things that spark her interests. Vicki likes to know the what, why, and how of things and enjoy taking on new challenges or participating in classes or activities about which she knows very little just to increase her personal knowledge. She's the only female construction contractor I know. This is extra special because she's doing it with her son. Vicki says it's fun because it involves a lot of problem solving. While she's less inclined to do the actual physical work, she loves knowing how to do it or how things work. Vicki also enjoys reading and writing and especially loves creating educational, motivational, and inspirational presentations for a variety of audiences. Welcome, Vicki. Well, thank you so much. I'm so flattered to be here. I've always known you as the idea woman, the sage among the wise women. But lordy, lordy, you are deep in continuous learning. Tell us about your last Ollie class. Oh, my goodness. The last Ollie class I took, I believe the last Ollie class I took was one about oyster farming. (laughs) They had a one-day program, and I thought, you know, I I would like to know how they farm oysters. I love to eat them, so why don't I go and find out? And it was a wonderful experience. I went with a friend of mine. We both enrolled, and it was very limited, only seven people. We went down to the Tallahassee Community College Center in Wakulla County and learned all kinds of interesting things. Eventually got on the boat and actually went out to the oyster farm. It was so interesting, a gorgeous day on the boat and so much fun. I actually got so energized. 
energized, as I frequently do when I learn something new, that I said to my friend, maybe we should do some oyster farming. Of course, that was very short-lived desire because it's also a lot of hard work, but it was very interesting and a lot of fun. I can definitely see you sailing around on a pontoon, throwing your nets out or whatever people do when they oyster farm. Obviously, you do not know how to oyster farm, Gloria. For sure, (laughs) I am such a city girl. No oyster farming in my history. Well, thank you for correcting me on that one. Okay, you're also a mother and you work with your son and you've raised wonderful children. Tell us more about how you became so successful. Well, I raised wonderful children. You're absolutely right. But there were many years there where I definitely had my doubts about my success as a mother. Like most women, you become a mother because that's sort of what happens to you in life. And in my case, my first child was adopted because I am not supposed to be able to have children. So naturally, about three years later, I was pregnant and showed the doctors how that works. And then within a year after that, I was pregnant again. So I have three children uh, and the middle child, was born profoundly disabled, Jacob. Uh, So that was a whole new experience for me, something that none of us wish for, but something that actually so enriched all of our lives that it, I can't even explain it all to you in a short amount of time. He lived until he was 20 years old when he did pass away from uh, heart failure, but uh, he was just the joy and the heart of our family and all of our activities focused on him and giving him opportunities, really kind of fighting for the rights of the disabled to be in least restrictive environments and have a quality life and also really taught my children about judgment, not judging people, not prejudging people, but just accepting people for who they are. So I feel really quite fortunate that I had the experience of mothering those children and seeing them all into adulthood. They're all older now and they have their own children. My daughter has one child her daughter, who was getting ready to graduate from high school this next year, and my son, who you will see, uh, never obviously listened to his mother because he has seven children. But there are two sets of twins in that family. But they're all a joy, and he is a wonderful father. I did have, you know, definite doubts about whether he would actually make it to adulthood, but he has, he survived, and he's very successful. Well, kudos to you, because it's really tough raising children these days, let alone have them go through those transitions. Some of them need to learn extra lessons, and it seems like yours have, and get through them on the other end where they're just productive and wholesome and perpetuate good living through their own children. That's, I think, one of the best rewards of being a parent is you you think, gosh, I didn't mess them up too much. They, they managed, and they're actually really good people, and I like them. So that's really been a wonderful experience. I also had the opportunity, I will call it that right now, the opportunity of having my mother come from California to live with me for the last 25 years of her life. And so we had that blended family and that sandwich generation. I was part of that sandwich generation trying to keep everything balanced. So that, again, gave us a, a different perspective on, on things and life and the whole continuity of life. 
Well, that's really great. I like seeing families that are blended. I grew up in South Florida, and it was very common to have friends in households where there were the grandparents, the parents, and then siblings or older siblings coming back home with their kids. So you'd have multi-generations, maybe some aunts and uncles too. So mm-hmm. it's always fun to it see is. that. It is. It is. And no one's ever really lonely. Well, you know, it's an interesting thing. I, I hosted, I was an exchange student when I was uh, myself in high school. So I always wanted to return that favor and hosted quite a few exchange students. And almost universally across the board, one of their common expressions or their common tales was it's very interesting in America because we are so protective of our kids. We keep them very close. We keep tight control. We don't want them to go here. We want them to be back by a certain amount of time. We do all of these things. And then when they're 18, we say, okay, bye. See you. You're on your own. Go to college or grow up. Whereas in many of their cultures, they are given a lot more freedom. They go out and they don't have as many restrictive curfews and so forth, but they end up living at home until they get married themselves and even sometimes beyond that. So it's an interesting philosophy. As long as everyone turns out great, whichever method works, let's go for it. I agree. Vicki, we have a common interest that I shared with many of the previous guests. Some interest was dance, but you and I don't share the interest of dance, (laughs) but you and I do share Toastmasters. That's true. Please tell our listeners about fun times in Toastmasters <laughs> and some of the benefits. Well, I'm not into dance, not because you haven't tried to get me involved. I have to say that. <laughs> I am just not as brave as you. Toastmasters, I, I started Toastmasters uh, probably about 30 years ago, and I was invited to attend. And quite frankly, I ignored the invitation as many times as I possibly could, coming up with many different excuses until finally I realized I was just going to have to go to get this lady off my back. And I went, and I have never left. It is a really wonderful, intimate environment in which members come together from all walks of life, and they practice communication and leadership skills. I've seen tremendous growth, building confidence, and uh, learning all sorts of skills from managing meetings to going ahead and, um, well, obviously preparing speeches, uh, learning how to give feedback and evaluation, which was really helpful to me at the time because I was in a mid-level management position, learning to think on your feet. All of those things are very uh, important skills that really served me well in the various professions I've had. But the thing is, it's such a fun environment. And I have to say the most interesting part are the different people. I love not only meeting all of those people, but I love hearing their stories. People talk about whatever they want to talk about and just practice good skills while they're doing it. But the stories are incredible. The life, the life stories they've had, the places they've been. And it's it's just something that really adds a lot of value to my own life. I love to go to the conferences. They have conferences once a year. I have helped to start clubs in variety of settings and with you know the public and universities and business and so forth. And it's always very educational. I always learn much more than I believe I teach. I agree. It is fun. And at first I resisted the conferences, but I've come to like them. They're lots of fun. They are a lot of fun. You know, there's a silly, the first night, usually kind of silly, a costumey type of thing, and I was definitely not up for that. But now I plan that way ahead of time and make my own gear, and it's just a lot of fun. We have a great time. Now, as you know, Vicki, 
I am a self-proclaimed, happy, and proud, sassy 60s milestone diva. No matter who we are or what we've endured, we each have our own birthday, which is a milestone of celebration each year during our lives. On this podcast, we always provide opportunities to recognize and celebrate birthdays with our listeners. Tell us about your most fun or interesting birthday as an adult. I have to say I have to think very hard about this because I have spent almost my entire life, first of all, having my birthday forgotten and now trying to forget it myself. My birthday happens to be just about two days before Christmas. So it's in a really bad place. When you're growing up, a bad place for presents. Everybody's always blending things, but you learn to live with it. And then as I've gotten older and my kids are busy with all of their own families, it's just a lot of hassle to try to squeeze in a birthday around those holidays when everybody's so busy trying to get everything else done. But I have to say, there there isn't a single birthday that I feel has been outrageously wonderful, although my children did throw me amazing 60th birthday party. They had everybody in the world, and my son had traffic signs out in front of the house and flashing lights and all sorts of things, so it was a lot of fun. But the fact is, no matter how much I try to convince my children to change my birthday, you know, I'm. it's just a day. You know, pick a day, any day. Let's make it in March. We don't have many birthdays in March. I keep trying to convince them to take it out of the busy time of the year, but they always remember it. They always remember it. They always come over. All of the grandkids come by, and it's just a nice fun, warm family celebration. And I think I really enjoy that the most. I've learned to sit back and relax and let them do everything. For me, that's probably the most enjoyable part of the birthday. I'm with your kids. Celebrate the actual birthday, even if they want to give you a special day during the year. You know, Mother's Day is pretty cool, too. (laughs) But your birthday is your birthday. Enjoy it. Thank you. Vicki, thank you for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks. At the Cup of Glow podcast, we advocate for embracing every day as a new day, birthdays included. It's all about you and your powerful self, enjoying your life as boldly and as lively as only you can. I am in my sassy 60s and I love it. Today's program was brought to you by Replay Fitness, Inc., helping women age 50 and older to find their power. To learn more about Replay Fitness, Inc., please visit replayfitnessinc.com. Our goal is to entertain, inform, and inspire you each week. Please subscribe to the podcast so you'll know when each new episode is posted. When you feel you need a little boost in between episodes, go ahead and recite the Milestone Diva cheer to put a smile on your face. Feisty, sassy, saucy are we. Exciting, nifty, and awesome you see. Every second, minute, or hour. Bold, wise, owning our power. In tees and jeans or a fancy frock, Milestone Divas Rock.
Until next week, this has been the Couple Glow Podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva. It's about a decade and not a date.